Texting, texting. No, my contract expired, expired last year in September. Okay. I think so. In September? Okay. Yeah. Is it okay we still talk about Golden Boy yes. and everything like that? Okay. Um, we had an intro with um, Golden Boy introducing us to Golden Boy's um, Vicious Fighters. We, but is it okay we put like a former Golden Boy or are you good with uh, So you guys can use Golden Boy. Yeah? Yeah, yeah Golden Boy. Sure. Yeah. So you're recording? Yeah, we're good. So we're going to be ready. <clears throat> Camera's ready for sure. Hey guys, welcome to sports and stuff like that. I'm um, Joe, this is Flores and Novello. They will be featuring one of Golden Boy's uh, promotion's most vicious fighters, Carlos the Solution Morales, and also his son. He's actually a 13-year-old prodigy. He's ranked number two. Carlos the Little Solution Morales. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Thank you, you for having us. No problem. We're just we're honored to have you guys here. We just have a few questions for you that we want to tell you. Yeah. So first of all, um, just tell us about yourself. Um, what got you into boxing? Um, you know why? Why that sport? You know what was your motivation? Yeah, it's simple. I started boxing because my brother wanted to be a boxer. I have a younger brother who's uh, two years younger than me. Okay. He uh, saw my taxi hit the speed back one morning on okay. some news and said, "Hey, Dad, I want to you know try boxing now." We were playing soccer, so, you know. But I said, you know, it sounds f about fun. You guys get to learn how to defend yourself in case you guys have to fight someday mm -hmm. in the streets or whatever. Self-defense. Yeah. yeah. So um, it took us to the gym. I really not, was not interested in boxing. I didn't want to get punched or anything. Oh, so okay. I was not into that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say that. You don't want to get Nah, so um, I remember walking into the gym and smelling the sweat and blood. I don't know what that smell was. Uh -huh. And seeing trophies, um, I it just got me excited. I was like, you know, I want to get a trophy here. You know, I have a bunch of soccer trophies, but I don't have a boxing trophy. So that's pretty much what got me excited. You know, and that's how I started. You know, I wanted to get a boxing trophy, but I never thought I was going to be a professional. So, in boxing, was that your first, like, sport in your head? Or did you play any sport before that? Like, you played, you say you said played soccer, right? So, yeah. was that your main sport? Was that you're going to be a professional soccer player? And boxing just came along? Or no? Or just boxing? Uh, you know, I, I always wanted to be a, a professional soccer player. So, okay. that's always been since I was <laughs> young. And, like, I, I was telling him before the podcast, I, you know, I, I played high school, college, and got a scholarship to play university in Kansas. But that didn't go through, so then we went back to boxing. Yeah. Okay. But I was doing both sports at the same time. Cool. So, um, early on in your boxing career, um, what got you into like being a professional? How hard was it? The amateurs, you go through the amateurs, the ranks in the amateurs, and then got um, professional. You, How many amateur fights did you, did you have? You, you know what? Um, boxing is probably the easiest sport to turn professional. It doesn't require any amateur fights. Um, I did 45 amateur fights, and then, um, you know, you just got to go get your license. Pay for your license, your medicals, and there you're a professional. 
Just like that. Just like that. Just like that. I mean, anyway, you're professional. But prior, you just hurt 45 people before, and then you got your license. Yeah, well, not all 45. (laughs) (laughs) Some of them were hurt. (laughs) And, um, yeah, we went from there. All right, so you've always been a fighter, right, as a kid. Um, You've been hurt. You've also hurt others. Uh, Did you ever see this being your lifestyle as a career? No, no, no. I, um, like I said, I thought I was going to be a soccer player, mm-hmm. but you know that was thrown off off my radar for for a while now. So then you know boxing was it, and then I threw soccer away, and and I just focused boxing. I watched boxing, breathe boxing, learn boxing, and that was it. Okay. Yeah. So, um, of course, your nickname is known as the Solution as well as the Little Solution. <laughs> um, has that been something as that started in your childhood or something that you developed during boxing? Well, it started uh, during my beginnings of my boxing career as an amateur fighter. There was uh, boxing gyms that came to our gym to spar because, you know, you always bring other gyms, kids to spar with you. And uh, not to brag or anything, but the other boxers um, didn't do so well against you know the other gyms and I was the only one I kind of did alright you know so they said hey you're the solution to the gym you know because you gotta show that when somebody comes to your gym you gotta show that your gym is the best you know you can't come over here and beat us up you know you got to hold hold your own and I was the only one that did that so then they said hey you're the solution so I was like oh I like that name yeah I got an interesting question just popped in my head so uh, you say you played soccer, right? Um, that's a team sport. You know, you got teammates all around. You don't have to just rely on yourself. Com- that compared to like boxing, how do you? That boxing is one on one. You know, right? You, you can't. I mean, you can't you, blame you nobody. Trainers, this and that. People like to blame everybody when they yeah, lose. Yeah. You know, but like at the end of the day, just you you face to face. Did you? Uh, how was that? That transferred into like a one on one sport? Was it hard for you? Did you? Or do you rather it, rely on yourself than teammates? I mean, I like, you know, I like playing teams. Like I said, you know, mm-hmm. I get hurt or something hurts and, you know, somebody else will come yeah, in and play. But, you know, I always had that mentality that I wanted to carry the team. You know, I wanted to win. And then, you know, that's the same thing you need in boxing. You know, you got to push. Sometimes you got to push your trainers, push your strength and conditioning. Go, yeah, let's go more. Let's do this. Let's go hard. You know, I want to win. So, I mean, it's pretty much the same, you know, for me. I, I didn't, it was not a big change. Okay. No. Something that I want to say as well, going into boxing, <clears throat> being an amateur, what sacrifices did you have to make when you started your journey as far as your family or friends? How did that change along the way as well? So having a certain amount of friends, family in the beginning and then throughout your journey, how has it been so far? I've never, I never had a lot of friends to be honest with you. I uh, always closed, always, my team is pretty tight. I don't like new people coming into the team. Gotcha. I just like to stay with the same people that, you know, that we started from, from amateur to professional. Uh, it wasn't hard. I mean, the only hard part would be, you know, the family, uh, not being able to, you know, when he graduated from school, not being able to be there or, you know, anything that has to do with school, not being able to be there. But, um, I mean, I was there for his birthday, so I was kind of good. That but it is a story. Um, I was a parent. I mean, I was a dad at a young age, uh, 19. Uh, oh, wow. He was born at 19, so when I was 19. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's actually what pushed me to be some be a professional boxer as well because, you know, I had to feed him. You know, I didn't have a job. I never worked before, so, you know, we had to move quick. And, you know, that's, I used that motivation. And I want to ask you personally, like you said, you played soccer and 
you're doing boxing now, what do you think is your strongest asset as an athlete? Like into both sports, what do you think is your strongest asset? I think be able to learn fast. I, I catch things quick. You know, I think that's the talent. You know, I, I, somebody will teach me to throw a punch this way and, you know, I'll pick it up. Or, you know, you got to do sprints this way and I'll pick it up. I think that's my biggest asset. Be able to uh, adapt and, um, and, and push forward. Yeah. Cool. So, um, going back to like uh, your come up and, and going on, uh, looking over, so you were born in Mexico and you reside in Highland Park, correct? Yeah. You reside in Highland Park right now. That's funny because co coincidence, I right now live in Highland Park. Mm. So, that just brings more. And then, so that's a cool part. Um, did you, in, in that area, did you um, um, have boxing like um, coming from like friends, come from Highland Park? Like, is that where you? Uh, started your boxing career that like you had, you had your friends or a gym or no? in um, the area or no I, I mean when I started boxing I, I invited a lot of friends mm -hmm. uh, to come to the gym with us but you know they all started falling off and it was just me and my brother pushing well, that's really the solution right here though. yeah I would just keep going and, and you know I surpassed my brother he was the one that wanted to be the fighter not me I mean I always oh. been um not a, a person that wants confrontation always been more reserved more calm not him he wants to fight everybody he's but <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's, he's kind of calmed down now but um i never had i never i mean i think i only fought once through my whole life you know i always been the calm guy the quiet guy you know mm -hmm. you know he doesn't mess with nobody just leave him alone <laughs> and that was it yeah you're just blessed and you just pick up stuff really that fast yeah yeah, yeah. Cool. So you've had over 45 fights, of course, amateur fights and professional fights, but out of all your fights, who do you think was your toughest opponent? My toughest opponent had to be this Cuban Olympian. His name was Luis Franco. Um, he went to the Olympics in 2004. Um, I fought him for my first title for the NA, NABF title here in downtown LA. I mean, his technique was just something I've never seen before. And, and, you know, I had fought a lot of good fighters. He just came from a different school of boxing. So uh, he has to be my toughest. I mean, I ended up winning him. Uh, but I think he's the toughest. I mean, a lot of people ask me that question. And they say, how come we don't choose um, Jorge Hinares who beat you up or yeah. Ryan Garcia? I'm like, because his technique was just something out of this planet you know he's just um, he, I mean I don't even know how he beat the guy <laughs> yeah. but yeah I mean he was just that good yeah. so like just more he was like technically gifted yeah. Yeah, yeah, compared I mean, to like let's say just speed you're just saying technique yeah technique yeah his, I mean there was times where you know I'd be off the angle and I had a shot ready to you know I'm like this guy can't see this and he'll still make me mad I'm like holy shit how did he see that <laughs> Like nobody else would see that, but he saw that, and you know he knew everything. And, and at the time, was he older than you? Or he was older. He he was uh, when I fought him, I wasn't even ranked in the world. Um, he was ranked number five. Oh wow! So uh, I was gonna fight for the title. I really didn't even have to choose him. You know, I could have chose somebody that was not even ranked in the top ten. Yeah. <laughs> but I they they gave me three names and said, hey, you know, Franco. I want that guy. <laughs> and he's Cuban, but nobody wants to fight Cuban. You sure you want to fight? I'm like, yeah, I want to fight Luis Franco. That's where I've always been known for fighting good fighters. Yeah. I fight Aaron, anybody that, hey, you know, this guy is impossible to be. I'm like, I want to fight him. Line him up and let's fight him. Okay. Yeah, I've always been a fighter. Like, as far as, like, that's the best fighter, but let's just say who has hit you the hardest in your opinion. <laughs> 
I mean, um, that's a good question. <laughs> the, um, I know you, I mean, you're getting, you probably got hit a million times, but there has to be that one guy that you're probably, man, I really felt that one. Um, sure. You know, I've been dropped, I believe, uh, three times now, or okay. f three or four, maybe three. Okay. I has to go with Jorge Linares, my last fight. Okay. Uh, I fought him uh, February 14, actually, almost oh, two oh, years. Valentine's <laughs> Day? Yeah, Valentine's oh, Day, yeah, okay. I fought him at, at the Honda Center in Anaheim. Okay. Um, yeah, he, he's probably the one that hit me the hardest. Yeah, I what just. Is, and what, what, what's the reason for that? You just feel like the strength, or where do you put the shot? You know, at that level of fighting, uh, any mistake you make could cost you the fight, and that's exactly what happened. I dropped my hand. I knew his favorite combo was jab to the body, right hand to the face. I knew that coming in, and I thought by me countering him, hitting him with the right hand before he threw his right hand was gonna make the trick, right? Maybe, you know, he's not gonna do it no more. He's gonna stop doing it, but he never gave up. He he set me up again and landed a right hand, which I never saw. Okay. And my left hand was down, so <laughs> that didn't help. Yeah, yeah. Something that we do notice as well, like before you see is like, even someone that like, let's say beats you, no matter what, what we notice, like watching your videos, you're always the one bringing the fight yeah. to someone. Yeah, the pressure so someone, something that I wanted to say is like, why is that? And like, how is your stamina compared to like other people? Because we always saw that you're the one bringing the fight. Mm -hmm. So how is it that you prepare to go, let's say even 10, 12 rounds at that pace? Uh, I've always been, I've always been criticized for being a, a slow starter but I, I'm, I'm, it's not that I'm slow, I just gotta be methodical in the way I'm gonna approach the guy because he's fresh, he's all excited. I'm just trying to be calm in there and be methodical about how I'm gonna attack the guy. Okay. And then once he starts wearing down, that's when I start applying pressure, pressure, little by little more pressure, more pressure until I'm on top of him. Yeah. And he's like, how did you do that? Well, that's right, you slowly, slowly creep on him, creep yeah. on him. And eventually he's gonna get tired because I'm in front of him all the times, yeah. and then you know that's. We notice that a lot. Like literally, your opponents were just backing up the whole time. Yeah. And I'm like, is it their strategy, or is it that you're just coming out too strong? And I just feel like when I've seen fighters, they come out strong, but they gas out. But literally in your fights, it feels like you yeah. just never. So I mean, the same tempo. We we do have a strength and conditioning coach, and I mean I do run a lot, and we run the mounts here in Mount Baldy. Okay. Um, but it's just you just have to have a plan. You have to be methodical how you're gonna approach the guy. I don't, if you guys know it, I don't go in there swinging wild yeah. and and hard. You know, I go slowly, slowly, slowly. Yeah, yeah slowly, slowly, like right. a surgeon. You know, he's trying to go there in there. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So backtracking a little bit. Um, right here it says that you signed to Golden Boy Promotions, which is that's the <coughs> Boy promotion back in 2015. How that come apart? Because not to just looking at your record, we went through your record. Um, you know, you started you started your career with a loss and a few draws. Um, that didn't. How did you get to that um, signed Golden Boy? Even though with that record, that's you know, a, the chances maybe wasn't too high for you. Know that's a good story. Yeah. <laughs> um, so <clears throat> I made my debut from um, back in 2012. I um, I wasn't too serious about boxing because, like I said, I wanted to be a professional box uh, soccer and. I was bumped out that, you know, I couldn't play soccer. That's what I wanted to do. And uh, I wasn't really focused in that when I did my debut. So I ended up losing to uh, Robert Garcia's fighter from Texas, I think. Uh, I mean, I, I thought I beat him, but the judges didn't see that. <laughs> I dropped him too on uh, the last round, I think. And I ended up losing, so I was more bumped on. I soccer didn't go my way, boxing is not going my way. And uh, then I went on getting three straight draws. 
So I was like, you know, are we going to take this serious or should we just go and work, do something else? And I said, you know what, let's, I think I have what it takes to, to be a good fighter. You know, I have the talent. And from that moment on, I decided, you know what, I'm going to take boxing serious. It's going to be nothing but boxing. I'm going to leave soccer behind. I don't care about soccer anymore and just boxing. And, you know, I haven't touched five ever since. Um, and um, I ended up winning two more fights. I had a fight scheduled to fight in Mexicali in Mexico. <clears throat> and uh, I remember Golden Boy. It was just a dream to be part of them, but I never thought I was going to be part of them. Um, Golden Boy had a, a media workout in our gym, a gym that I used to train at, at El Monte or somewhere, Montebello. Okay. And uh, they had the spreadsheet, the bow sheet of all the fighters that were going to fight. And there was this fighter, Gabriel Tamahai, an Armenian fighter, also another Olympian, a really good fighter. He had like maybe 14 more fights than I did. Um, it said um, to be announced. He didn't have an opponent, so I, I, I mentioned, I talked to one of the guys that was there, that was part of Golden Boy, and said, "Hey, you know, this guy doesn't have an opponent. I'm ready. Give me the fight." You know, it was just something out of the blue. I never thought about it. I just said it. Put it on the air. Yeah, I just put it on the air, and then you know they called me later. Hey, you sure you want to take this fight? Because you guys sparred before, and you know he, they say he put a beating on you. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, he, he. I mean, I didn't think he beat me up, but yeah, you know, yeah. I was young. I was like 17, 18 years, a grown man. Redemption. Yeah, not really <laughs> because I thought I always thought I did better. I always yeah, thought knew. I did good. Yeah, I always thought I did good, right? So mm-hmm. they said, Okay, you sure? And then they called my trainer, Hey, you sure you guys want to take this fight? This guy is good. And you know, supposedly you beat up your fighter, you sure you want to take it? Because they don't want us to back up and be like, Yeah, I want to fight. And then at the end, I'm like, No, I don't want to fight. And I said, No, let's let's fight on. And I ended up fighting on uh, Palm Springs in India okay, at the Fantasy. Fantasy Spring uh, Casino and, and I kicked his ass for six rounds. <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, uh, Golden Boy comes out to me like, hey, you know, where did you come from? Who are you, you know? <laughs> We've seen you before. What's your name? Oh, Carlos Morales. I'm like, okay, we want to see you more. I have another fight for you. And I was like, oh, shoot, you know, you know, everything's going to change so fast. So fast, like, and all I had to do is focus. Run, train, and want it, you know, and everything changed like that. And then after that, they brought me somebody else. Santiago Guevara. Uh, Santiago Guevara was an undefeated fighter from Golden Boy, 8 0 with like, I don't know, I don't know how many knockouts he had now. Um, and I ended up beating him too, wow. eight rounds. And then um, they said, okay, maybe this guy is getting lucky. Let's give him one more fight. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's give him one more fight. And I was like, what the hell? I just beat this guy. But I didn't care. I was like, give me whoever you want. If you want to give me Canelo, Mayweather, I don't care. Give me whoever you want. <laughs> And then um, they bring me um, Emmanuel Gonzalez, a Puerto Rican fighter from New York. Okay. Now, they're bringing me fighters from the East Coast, bro. Those guys are good. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, shoot, man. This guy was 14 and, uh, 14 and 1. Okay. AKOC, I lost to Tevin Farmer in Puerto Rico. So, you know, they come up to me and they say, hey, uh, Carlos, if, if you beat this guy, we'll sign you to Golden Boy. Oh, man, I was, I was like the thing that I was waiting for. And I didn't care who I was going to fight. I could have found Mike Tyson and I would have yeah, beat him. Yeah. I didn't care. I just wanted to be Golden Boy. Yeah. And I go in there and I kicked his ass for uh, uh, maybe eight rounds. It was my first eight rounder. My first eight rounder and I kicked his ass. And those guys had like two two times more fights than I did. Oh, wow. And then boom. Hey, next day, went to the Golden Boy's office downtown LA, signed the contract. Hey, welcome to Golden Boy. I was like, so like, like that. Like that. Like that. <laughs> Cool. So, um, yeah. 
do you, do you have like direct contact like right away with like Oscar De La Hoya? How's that work? Because that's his promotion. I'm not sure who his partners are, but is it like you directly shook hand right away or? Uh, I, I, I mean, I've, I've done that. Uh, he's just the he's just the face of uh, Golden Boy. Uh, I we go through other um, Robert Diaz, who's the matchmaker. He's actually the one that signed me, he, and you know we, that's who we go through is um, Robert uh, Diaz. Cool. So uh, under Golden Boy, um, I think you're talking you're touching on it earlier. You held a bout, right? Um, yeah. Okay. What, what, what division and like uh, what Andre- was it? 130 pounds, NABF. I was two-time NABF. So um, I won the title against Luis Franco. I defended it, and then they gave me this opportunity to go to uh, Puerto Rico and unified, which at the time I thought it was a good idea, but not thinking back, I was like, dude, that was a bad idea. You're going to Puerto Rico, you know, against a Puerto Rico fighter. But like I said, I didn't care who I fought. I just wanted to fight. And uh, I mean, I also play against you, so be smart. (laughs) And I went there, I ended up losing to the guy. I think uh, he dropped me. Uh, in the second round, he was a hard hitter. I could hit hard, <laughs> and um, I ended up losing a decision, uh, unanimous decision. So I come back home and I'm bumped out that I lost in Puerto Rico, and they offered me another fight. They say, hey, we can get your title back because he's fighting for the world title. So whoever would have won that fight was gonna fight for the world title, but I lost. So he was fighting for the world title. That means he's gonna make him both of those titles. And I said, you could fight for the NABA title again. And then, you know, that's how they brought me somebody else, Darden, who broke my nose. But oh. <laughs> <laughs> I always will always remember him. <laughs> yeah, you're being yeah. You a little. Something that I was going to ask again. So in the sport of boxing, there's like a lot of like, you know, a lot of stuff going on from what I see. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it or if you follow it. What do you think about YouTube or influence boxing right now? And what it does to the sport, good or bad? I think it's good for the sport because okay. they're bringing a new audience, bringing people that never watched boxing before. Gotcha. I mean, people are going to get mad because they're making more money than most boxers. Yeah. But I mean, they do have a big following. You know, you want to make money, then, you know, do something. Promo and, that, yeah. Promotions, you know. So I don't have nothing against that. More power for them. I just feel like people talk so much about what we were talking earlier before the podcast, like social media, right? People talk crap, all that stuff. But to like YouTube boxers or like influencers, people really are telling them like, oh, it's like stay in your lane, don't come into our sport, things like that. But like to a pro boxer, are you saying that it's like good for the Yeah, sport? I mean, you still have to train. If he's yeah, gonna I mean, fight, you still have to train. Yeah. If you, yeah, you have to train, you have to sacrifice. I mean, you're not just gonna come in and, and fight and win. Yeah. It doesn't work like that. No, even if I wanted to, you know, do a, a YouTube channel. I have I have to study a lot because I have no idea what what people want to see. You know what they're into. How am I going to create ideas? I don't have no idea on that. So I mean, they still have to put in the work. So if they do that and and they make money, then why not? And they bring new audience to the. And because to the it is the world of boxing. Do you think there's more of like it's fixed because they're already good at social media? Or do you think they're really? You're saying that they do train, but do you think they're really that good, or do you think it's more of a fixed? Type of thing. Like Jake Paul, like a big, big, big example on, on, um, you know, he, um, he started boxing like maybe two years ago. I'm not really sure, but he's learned so fast. You know, he's, he's a natural. That kid is a natural and he's strong. So, um, I mean, I'm, he's put in the work. So I can't be hating on the guy because he's putting the work more than other fighters. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he's learning fast. I mean, that's not his fault. He's just good. Yeah. You know? I mean, still have a lot of learn to do because he's only been boxing for two years, but yeah. so far he's he's been winning. 
And what do you think the amount of time is, like you being a pro boxer, is where you say like, all right, I'm good. Even before being pro, what amount of years do you think it really takes to be like, I'm good enough to go to the sport and compete? Uh, well, I mean, that never crossed my mind. I, I was focused more in being able to fight 12 rounds. That takes years of, of training. To be able to go 12 rounds, it takes years of training. So if you get a guy random from the street to go 12 rounds, he ain't going to go 12 rounds. No, that, uh, that process is years of boxing that makes you go 12 rounds. I didn't think of that. I just thought, you know, just train and be able to go 12 rounds. Like no. thinking like you're just going to knock someone out in the first few rounds. It doesn't I work. wish it was that easy. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. that's the part where I'm saying, like, I know they're training as hard as, let's say, people. But since they didn't, there's people that look like, oh, I've been boxing since I'm six years old. You know, how are you going to compare someone that's been boxing from six years old? They're currently 30, let's say. And you just box for two years and you're saying you're better than him. Do you think that's how it is? Or you really can just be a natural and you're that good in two years? Um... You need you need a lot to learn. You need to learn a lot, and you don't learn boxing in two years. There's a lot of stuff to learn, and I mean you'd be able to get away with winning some some fights with fighters who don't know boxing. Okay. But eventually you're gonna fight somebody that does know boxing, and he's gonna hurt you. Yeah. And then what age officially did you say you started boxing? Was it 17? No, I started boxing at 12. 12. So one question that I have is, you're 13 years old, right? Mm-hmm. So. In comparison, you at 12, him at 13. I tell him he would. Where's the comparison? I'll smoke him, bro. He would. (laughs) (laughs) I tell him you would have made me cry at 12, right? He's he's that good. Yeah, yeah. You're comparing yourself, like, you know, cameras are on, but really, you think he's that good compared to what you were at 12? Yeah, he's Little Solution 2.0. He's he's in a different level. And and what helps him is that his dad could guide him, you know? I seen it, I experienced it, I felt it, and that's something that it's in his favor, even though he thinks it's, it's not. <laughs> but me guiding him is, is going to make him a lot better fighter. Yeah, and that's how he is. He's uh, ranked number uh, right now. He's ranked number three. We lost the last tournament, so we ranked on number three. But um, but he's he's gone far. You know, this I ne- is nationwide. 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 Yeah, I never I never made it that far as an amateur fighter. Gotcha. So. And then as far as that, like, is the next step is Junior Olympics, or how, how does that he, work? Uh, how did you do in the Junior Olympics? You uh, lost the final? I think I went in second place. Second place in the Junior Olympics. So uh, he's be fighting in April, uh, Nationals, again. Oh. Yeah, so hopefully we bring uh, number one this time. Because nice, I just never really, like, followed, like, Junior Olympics. You know, mostly you see just the big-time fighters, like, all in the Olympics. But for Junior Olympics, that's who you're seeing, like, for the future generation. Yeah, so Junior Junior Olympics. Junior Olympics is mostly here in the in the States. Okay. Um, but they do have international. Once you turn, uh, I believe, 14, 15, then you start being a junior. Yeah. What about how, for you, how was it? Like, have you been knocked down? Have you knocked someone down? Has it, how has it been for you at that level? Because that's a high level. No, uh, I never dropped anyone before in my life. Got you. Or in amateur boxing, but I really liked it. Okay. You like hurting people? Yeah. You really do like hurting people? Especially international. Yeah, there you it's go. It's big. Remember my first time going international? Everything was dark and there was like lights on the rings. There was like four rings. It was just crazy. It was a big tournament. And as a father, like, um, obviously pro boxer, successful boxer, do you just automatically just, oh, I'm going to my kid boxing? Or how's that? Did you just, or you just saw you boxing, like, I want to be like my dad? 
Well, um, he's he's been in the ring with me every time I fight. You know, I, either my I brother's carrying him or he walks with me. So he, he's been around me doing interviews, me in the media workouts and all that. So he, I think that's what got on his attention. Like, you know, I want, I want that attention. But in, in the beginning, he really was not into boxing, which is understandable. He's only five. You know, he started getting into boxing later at eight. Okay. And then he did his first amateur fight. And then from then is. And then, like, Kicking you as ass. a father, knowing the sport, knowing what comes with it, because if there's good, there has to be bad. Yeah. As far as injuries, how do you, like, cope with that? And how do you tell them or train them? I, I tell them you need to focus in training. Uh, you know, you just have to be dedicated to the sport. I mean, if people ask you, hey, you want to go to the movies? But you have to train. Which one are you going to pick? Mm. Shit, I got to go train. I can't go to the movies. Well, once you get your girlfriend, hey, you know, come over and, and you have to go running the next day in the morning, then you obviously not going to go over. You're going to yeah. stay home and be ready. So it's a big sacrifice, in which I tell them, you know, to be number one, you have to sacrifice a lot. Are you willing to do that? Are you willing to sacrifice your childhood, you know? Because you're not going to be a normal kid. Once yeah. you start traveling, you ain't going to be home playing video games. You're yeah. going to have to be training. And, you know, he wants to do that, so I'm here supporting him. Got you. So uh, you, he hasn't suffered like any major injuries no. or nothing like that. No, no. Do you feel like how do you think you would feel like once that happens? Because you know you said like people get hurt. Yeah. You know, people have really been like knocked out. At his age, do you think that's something that's good? Like that. No, I mean. With, or you just you take everything that happens happens with the sport of boxing. I mean, it comes with the sport, but you know, at, at his age, uh, he still wears headgear, big gloves. Yeah. Uh, he only fights two minutes, uh, around three okay. two rounds, so there's really not a lot of contact. Okay. Uh, I mean, I get more nervous when he's gonna fight than when I fight. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel like I'm saying, like, yeah, because he is coming up. Yeah, he's my son. He's I don't really want him good. to get hurt. Like, yeah. You know, you being as a father, like, how do you see that? Yeah, and I, I don't want him to get hurt, and you know, I. I, I mean, I don't want him to be a professional, but he has to do something right now as a kid. So if, if he wants to do boxing, then I'll support him. And then later in life, if he wants to be a professional, then we'll see if he's ready for that level. Yeah. So I have a question for Little Solution. So um, do you know the first fight you remember watching your dad? Um, like his first official fight, what's your greatest memory? Or just being there ringside or just by his side? You know... I hardly remember any of the fights because I was like little. Mm -hmm. I think the one I remember is Luis Franco okay. when I walked in. That's probably like the clearest memory I had from okay. when I was a little younger. How do you feel? You feel like a hot shot? You feel like you're. <laughs> he, he thinks it's normal. So. It's already, oh, yeah, yeah, it's normal. He's yeah, been there since he, you know, since he was little. So he's normal. He's he thinks it, huh? cameras are normal and mm -hmm. attention is normal. But, you didn't really need to teach him. It's that he kind of. Yeah, you kind of. Yeah, and that's what I noticed when he did his first amateur fight. I watched him inside the ring, and he looked like he was—he's been there before. Like he's natural, you know. This is this. When I got in the ring for the first time, I was like, "What are you doing now?" Yeah, yeah, and not him. He was in the ring, jumping and, and looking at his opponent, and he knew exactly what he had to do. And, and I was like, "Oh shoot, this kid is something else." Uh, and how's it like um, ringside with your dad? Are you very? Critical of him, or yelling at him, or or what do you do during the fight? Or wait till he gets home. Oh yeah, you wait till you get home. Then you tell him, "Hey, this wrong." Yeah. So how are you with your dad? Well, uh, at the at the fights, I I don't really like to scream because I feel like it's gonna be pointless. He won't be able to hear me. Yeah. It's in his zone, mm -hmm. and uh, I usually talk to him when he goes home, tell him what he did wrong and what I liked about it. 
but it's usually what he did wrong. Yeah. <laughs> all the bad stuff, all the bad stuff. All the bad stuff. And what do you say? You just like... Why well, just take it, you know? Yeah, you take it, like... That's, yeah. his, that's his opinion, and... Do you, guys, like, do you guys usually watch back the fights together, like highlights? Or how is it like, like post-fight? What, how is it that you do it besides like recovery? What is it that you do as far as like studying that opponent? If you ever want to fight him again, etc. You know, I think that's something that I've, I don't do enough is watch my previous fights. Gotcha. I just started doing it. Um, There's two years that I've been inactive. And, you know, I see a lot of errors that I made. You know, the older you get, the wiser you get. And, and you know, you've been through many fights. And you're like, oh, I did that wrong. Oh, I did this wrong. I did this wrong. I mean, I should have done that in the beginning and probably would have helped me. But I just didn't think it was important. <laughs> but now I try to teach them, like, hey, you got to watch your fights. Learn what you did wrong. Learn what you did right. And, and learn. Because if you don't want to watch them, then you're not learning. Sure. It's obviously... So you're gonna prepare for a fight. They say like, oh, you're gonna fight this guy in like, let's say, I don't know, six months. How long do you really prepare where you're like really locked in as far as like everything that has to do with boxing? Like how many weeks? Like, so, like the training camp? Yeah, just the training camp. So I stay in the gym all year round. Okay. Okay, and uh, they don't give you six months for a fight. The maximum I give you is five weeks, six weeks. Wow. And that's when you gotta push it to the next level and then kind of you know, calm down at the end in order to let your body recover and, and you know, and fight. Yeah, but they don't give you six months, no. And every day, like, let's say, all right, well, they're giving you five weeks. And those five weeks, what's like, how does an every day look like you during those five weeks? <laughs> he could tell you. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's hard because sometimes I have to train uh, three times a day. You know, I got to run in the morning and do boxing. I got to do strength and conditioning at night. Um, I mean, basically, and then I have to go home and be uh, a dad, okay. be a husband. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's just, a, yeah, it's yeah. just a lot of work. So, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, it's tough, but, you know, it's, it's part of the business. So. And then as far as like that, too, like, does your nutrition change completely as well? Do you just like, nah, I can eat whatever I want? Or how does that work also? You know, <laughs> when I was younger, I was able to eat whatever I want. I mean, I never liked uh, drinking too much soda because, you know, a lot of calories, a lot of sugar. Yeah. Um, I just try to stay away from sugar, but I pretty much eat anything and yeah. not so much fast food. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in yeah, the topic of like nutrition and that, and like combat sports like boxing and MMA, just like, yeah, you have to make weights, you know. What's your experience with making weight? Or do you ever have trouble or do you ever like starve yourself? Like, because yeah. I see a lot of videos, you know, what I'm saying people videos, passing out, passing out, pressing out. Yeah, so, I had a lot. It's to me, I don't know how people do it. Cause like I only cut 20 pounds myself or I don't know. But yeah. yeah, what's your experience like weight cutting and- Well actually the first time I got dropped was at the forum in Inglewood. I still remember that. <laughs> it was the first time. Uh, I was fighting Charles Huerta, uh, a kid from Paramount, California. Um, I didn't take the diet serious. I just thought, you know, I walk around 140, I should be able to make 130, just 10 pounds. But I didn't know that my body was growing. I actually was weighing 148, 150. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really pay attention to the scale, thinking I still weigh 140. So uh, the week of the fight, I had, lose, I had to lose about 9 to 10 pounds in water and not eat. So, you know, I still had to train. I still had to run. So I went completely drained to that fight. I... Um, I, I don't know how I survived the fight. <laughs> is it really like that? Like you really don't eat, you 
don't drink yeah. and that's yeah. when you have to train. Yeah, and, and you still have to jump rope and I feel lightheaded. It's miserable. It's a miserable. That's the only thing I kind of don't miss right now. Yeah. <laughs> feel miserable like that. What's the repercussions if you don't make weight? I know you have to, um, uh, you, you get fine. Give up some of your purse, right? Yeah, you, you get fine. Your purse, that fine. Um, and, yeah, has that ever happened to you? No, 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 no. I, I mean, I, like I said, I had, I had to either, you know, dehydrate and not eat for days and make weight. But I never been fine, and you know, I always fought, you know. And the story with Charles Huerta is, he ended up dropping me in the eighth round. I mean, I had energy in the first round. Nah, nah, nah. We were trading. I'm like, and then out of the nowhere, my energy level just completely was gone. Like, I couldn't even raise my hand. Like, what the hell happened? It was just, I couldn't describe the feeling. I was like, I did everything. Why well, come I don't have energy? And it was because I didn't have enough time to recover. Gotcha. And what typically you think is a good amount of time for recovery? Um, the, the thing is, it's not the recovery time, it's the nutrition. You have to have a nutrition plan. You have to know how many calories you can eat a day in order to lose that weight. And then when it's fight day, you don't have to exercise. You can still drink water. You can still eat and fight and feel good about your fight, about your weight. Yeah. And usually, like, what's your, do you get, like, a pre-fight meal, or you're just going in, like, no, I don't. stomach? No, 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 I, I do eat. I, I can't go, you know, during training camp, I, I crave, you know, soda, pizza, hamburgers, cheeseburgers, all that stuff. But I can't eat that after weigh-ins. I have to still stay with my diet, and, you know, when I fight, then, you know, after the fight, you have in and out or whatever, yeah. but, yeah. Um, so, you're two years an actor, right, on um, Valentine's Day? It'll be two years, two years yeah, two, two more days. Okay, so what, what's, um, what's new and uh, what's 2022 looking for you? What's your goals? Are you focusing on your son? Are you still, uh, you want to pursue, uh, uh, you know, another uh, career, maybe get signed somewhere? What, what are your goals, like, for, for this year? Uh, well, hopefully I get back in the ring this year. Okay. Um, it's been kind of good though to be off for two years. I, I went hard for you know six, seven years. Um, my brain needed to recover. My body needed to recover, and I feel new. You know, I, I think I could push another five more years. Um, but um, it all depends who who wants to sign me, and um, then we'll go from there. Yeah, it's a lightweight division, right? Yeah, 135 pounds. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know, that division. It's stacked. Like, unless you want to touch on it, this division is like they're still called the Jama division. You know how the top guys, Ravante, Lomachenko, Ryan Garcia, these guys that talk a lot on Twitter, but they never fight each other. You know, yeah. it's kind of annoying. So like, do you think you can compete with these guys? Like, I, 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 I don't think, the only one I feel you think like, is like that um, is probably Lomachenko and like Gervonta. I think they're the top dogs in that division. You know, uh, I know Gervonta doesn't have a bout. Um, well, I think he does have a bout actually, but um, Combosos is undisputed right now. I don't really think, you know. What's your opinion on the division? You think like, um, you think you could probably take the top guys again one day? Wait, it doesn't matter who who has the titles. I mean, mm -hmm. if he has the titles, everybody's gonna have to go after them. Mm -hmm. And then that's Combosis right now. Yeah. So, uh, you know what I've learned through the years of boxing is that you don't have to fight everybody to win the world title. Uh, <laughs> There's smarter yeah. ways to do it. Yeah. And uh, it all depends on how I perform in my next fight, and mm -hmm. you know we just have to go from there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Little Solution, what's his plan for 2022? Um, so, he, like I said, he's fighting nationals in April. Um, he was supposed to... I'm trying to make him Mexican citizen so he could um, fight nationals in Mexico. So he has two 
two countries and he's building points for both countries in case he decides to go to the Olympics and mm. he does not make the United States he could go and try to make the Mexican team so that's what we're working on right now with him yeah cool. yeah. as far as being tough on each other of course you're tough on your dad we've seen some interviews where you're yelling <laughs> you don't wait till you get home you're telling the media but, um, <laughs> you're tough on yourself outside and inside the ring but who do you think is tough on each other right now uh, right now, I think I'm because he's active, so I think I'm more tougher than him. I'm just trying to get him through his head that the only way to do it is to train hard. That's the only way. Work hard. Work hard. That's the only way. There's no magic. There's no magic water. We just drink, and then I'm the best. That's, he's, to be number one, you have to outwork everybody, and that's something that sometimes we kind of disagree on. But you know, I tell him I got this far, working hard. Something that I know we were talking about earlier before the podcast, but would you ever consider a change of sports to the MMA as you're like growing older? Uh, no, 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 no. I have no interest in uh, wrestling. I'm claustrophobic. I can't have nobody, you know, choke me and yeah. I'll, I'll be tapping. <laughs> you know, leave me alone. Yeah. yeah. But like how you said, you are a quick learner. Do you think even if you're saying you don't want to do that, you would be able to learn? First? Oh yeah. And with yeah. your boxing experience, yeah. How do you think that would be? Like, you think it would be an easier transition than just to start boxing, or to go to the MMA is easier? To well, you know, I have the soccer background, so the kicking sure. and okay. and the strength on the legs is, is there. I just have to learn, you know, some technique on on wrestling. Okay. But uh, yeah, I think uh, I'll be fine. But I mean, I wouldn't try it. But <laughs> yeah, no. now we just like no, we're saying like we just see a lot of the a lot of the MMA guys. They're not happy with I guess their paychecks and MMA. Oh, yeah. They're trying to go to boxing. But I just feel like they're making it seem like, oh, I'm just going to switch because boxing is that easy. And no. I just wondered, like, what, what do you think it is? Like, are they crazy for thinking that? Or do you think just because they're athletes, they'll be able to move over that quick? Well, they, they, they can. It's, it all depends on the person, on their mindset and, you know, how hard they train. They have to train. And then, you know, eventually they'll, they'll learn the sport. But if you match somebody who, from the USC to somebody on the top of the boxing, they're gonna, they're not gonna win. So something we also wanted to ask, I mean, you being a pro boxer, we wanted to ask, and it's a big question, and we we wanted to know who are your like top three, top five best boxers of all time? And your would you look up? To, yeah, who would you look up to? Inspiration, not boxers, Mount Rushmore of boxing. What's your opinion? So uh, growing up, I was in love with Mayweather. Right. I just love the way he fought. He was the most technical fighter I've ever seen. Him and, and, and Chavez, the most technical fighters inside the ring. I didn't get to see Roberto Duran because I was, you know, way yeah. before. I was too young. Uh, but I have to say Chavez, Mayweather Jr., and uh, probably Terrence Crawford. Yeah, that's Yeah, he just left off rank, right? Yeah, 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 they split up. Yeah, so. Who knows what to know with him? You have Tyler, um, Terrence Crawford, or is he your, like, your favorite fighter? Oh, or he's one of your. Uh, he's one of my favorite. Yeah, Mayweather is probably the one. Top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Even though a lot of people don't like him, but I know I don't like him outside, but inside the ring, he's a master. He, I mean, no matter how you, you flip it or not, it, right? he, he just knows how to beat you. Because yeah. me personally, um, I have my own favorite fighter. Like my favorite fighter is Canelo. Me personally, uh, but I still think Mayweather like probably like 
Oh, you know, I forgot to mention Canelo. Yeah, Canelo's one of them. What about Lomachenko? Oh, and Lomachenko. Oh, yeah, so that's five right there. Top five. Cool, so, um, like I was saying, like, uh, um, Canelo, like, my favorite, um, you know how, um, they have that GOAT talk uh, in boxing, and that Mayweather being a 50-0, and, and then Canelo had that loss with, uh, him when he was young, do you feel, like, what's your, um, uh, your opinion on, like, the stigma with Mayweather, you know how he runs, and, like, or do you, do you, still, do you think that's, like, boxing, and he deserved to have, I like, mean, if it was that easy to run and still win fights, everybody would be doing that. Nobody wants to get hit. He's just a master at what he does. He just he plays mind games with you inside the ring and makes you pay for it. You know, I mean, when he fought Canelo, he didn't run. He was right in front of him, and Canelo still couldn't touch him. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, fucking guys from another planet. Yeah. yeah. What do you What do you think now? Like a rematch, how would it play out? Like prime, because really, like, do you think that was really Canelo's prime back then? At twenty one, no? Twenty two. Twenty two. So yeah. yeah, he was. He's he's obviously a great boxer, but that's like you said, Mayweather's probably <laughs> the greatest boxer of all time, and Canelo couldn't do anything. But now, years later, what do you think, or how do you think that would play out? Well, you know, Mayweather's like what fifty now? How old is he? Forty yeah, something? Older, he's older. But he's still teasing about like. Oh, you're talking about Mayweather in his prime and Canelo right now in his prime? Let's say prime Mayweather, prime Canelo. I still say Mayweather will beat him. Really? Yeah. Because this this is where I think uh, Mayweather will still beat Canelo. Because Canelo, he's a good fighter, but he needs to set his feet in order to throw powerful punches. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Mayweather will be moving around and still hit you. Boom, hit you, boom, hit you. And Canelo has to sit in order to throw punches. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I still say that Mayweather will still beat him. Yeah. And little solution. Uh, I know your dad, your number one boxer, favorite boxer. <laughs> Top five. <laughs> my dad, my dad, my dad. There you go. <laughs> me, 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 me. <laughs> yeah. But do you have your favorite fighters, or uh, who do you watch? I like watching Lomachenko, uh, Mayweather, too. I like watching Canelo. Mm -hmm. uh, I like watching Joe Kazagi. Oh, the. Uh, Super middleweight, right? The middleweight. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's uh, yeah. from England, I think. He's like he had the record for. Um, he was undefeated too. He was undefeated. He had the most um, title defenses in that division. Oh yeah. Yeah, but uh, that's cool. Like, no one ever mentions him, you know. That's yeah, like, yeah. He's, he's, he's he retired undefeated too. Cool. And who else? You missing one more? Oh, Chavez. And that's fine, it's fine. He doesn't have to like his dad as um yeah. I like him. He's not the greatest, but I like yeah. him. <laughs> he's sorry, he's sorry, but I mean it is what it is, you know, it makes us better and you know, we we push each other, so yeah. And you, you showed uh, him that those highlights, you had mentioned Lomachenko a lot, like um you really need to watch him to really know like he's about that because he's not really big on like promote promoting himself you know he's about business yeah um but obviously what's your take on him um is it his footwork his footwork his the way yeah. he angles he's, he's, he's a he has the magician. best footwork right now and and the best angles i mean we never seen angles like that in ever yeah so you know he has footwork and angles so mm -hmm. yeah so you've always been like how we said you're an aggressive fighter you're always attacking you don't gas out so is that something that you want to teach the little solution to he's um i always wanted to be a boxer more like you know like you know hit and, and move out of the way 
But um, that never worked out for me, so I had to be the one that applied the pressure. So, but he's actually a really good boxer. So if in the sport of boxing, what you have to do is you have to learn everything. You have to be able to do everything. If you want to be number one, you have to be able to do everything. You have to be able to box, fight mid-range, be a swarmer. You have to be able to fight everything to be number one. Just well-rounded all Yeah, you have to. You have to. Because sometimes you might fight somebody who's uh, a better boxer than you and or who's more technical than you then you have to change you have to be able to be a mid-range and then or you have to be able to swarm them and you know just close distance anyone, yeah whatever they give you you just have to be able to adjust right yeah and at this point in your career do you feel you're that type of boxer do you feel you had your well-rounded everywhere or yeah what's your strong suit yeah yeah I, I think so that's i mean i chose to be the aggressor but I could box as well. Like when I fought Darden, the guy that broke my nose, I mean, no matter how much I hit him, the guy wouldn't get, I couldn't get him off me. Yeah. So I had to use my feet and, and my boxing skills. Yeah. Gotcha. And you as, you know, outside looking in as a father, what do you think is his strong suit for boxing? You said he is a good boxer, but let's just say he couldn't rely on that. What's something else that you think is very he, good at as well? He could, um, he could be he could be a good brawler too. He could brawl. He could box. He he's pretty good at everything. To tell you the truth. So he's yeah. More yeah. He's yeah. definitely more natural than you. That's yeah. Saying. Yeah. He's yeah. more natural than yeah. me. Yeah. But yeah. but he started younger. So I tell him if me and you were to start at the same age, it would have been a different story. I don't know who would have won. <laughs> you guys don't throw a little bit of like hands at home. You don't do anything like that. We we do sometimes <laughs> at the gym. When he was five, we used to do a lot of that. Or I used to bring the neighbors. Hey kids, you guys want to come over? And I used to make them spar. <laughs> <laughs> Meet up the nearest kids. Yeah, hey, let's see how good you are. And he never cried. So I was like, oh shoot, he oh. never he hasn't cried. So I'm like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, like oh, yeah, cause you you know you got this kids, you you hit them, they just start crying. Wow, shit. And then this guy didn't cry, so I'm like oh, you know that's pretty interesting. And what happens to him is that he sees his dad cut, and he sees them when they're stitching me, so he thinks it's normal. You know, I got hit, and you know, you just keep. Like someone keep else could be freaking out, but that's yeah, but it's normal for him because he's seen it. So yeah. Cool. Something that I wanted to ask also, my bad. Like about the profession of box, boxing, you've been a professional for a long time. What do you love most about it? Like besides just the fighting, let's just say like taking <clears> money out of it. What is it that you love most <clears> about it? Taking the money out of it? Yeah, like, let's just say because I feel like that could be everyone's answer. Like everyone wants to have No, I just, I just enjoy the sport, man. That The crowd? No, because when you're fighting, the lights are so bright, all you see is dark. You don't, you hear people, but you really can't see outside. I mean, if you stop and, you know, look, then you'll find somebody. But even then, it's all dark. You, it's just so bright here. It's just you and the guy. Um, I just love the sport now. You know, I love the sport a lot. So that's, that's pretty much what I like the most about. I like that, um, how do you call that? How would you say that? That adrenaline that you have, you just you and your opponent, you know, mm. see who's gonna win. That it's just an energy that I mean, I can't don't explain it. Can't even explain it. Like I have to hurt you. You're gonna hurt me. Let's see who can do it first. And you guys are into the to the fight. So I mean, and do you start like fights angry, or do you try to anger yourself, or if you just get punched, just, like not say? No. Bad. So what I was telling him yeah. before the podcast is that. And I try to tell him the same thing, and it worked for me, is that once you go inside the ring, no matter what he said or what he talked about, your family or whatever, once you go inside the ring, it's, it's like turning off the light, no emotions, you know? It's just follow the plan, 
follow your objective to is to win the fight and um, and get the W because that's the thing that matters the most. So no emotions. If you go in there mad, you're gonna lose. If you go in there, you know, thinking about what you're gonna do after the fight, you're gonna lose. So yeah, you have to be in there focused. focused. Yeah. Cool. Um, I had another question in my in my head. Um, going back to Golden Boy Promotions, um, how does it work if you fight a fighter within the same promotion? Because you fought a few people from the state, like Golden Boy, right? Like Ryan Garcia yeah. and um, Lenard, right? Lenard Golden Boy. So Charles, well, I fought a lot of Golden Boy fighters. Yeah. So how does that work when you're within the same promotion? Do you keep ties with these guys, or do you like, oh, these guys? You know, I'm trying to be the face of Golden Boy. Is there tension? Or is there, there, it is a competition. At the end of the day, it's yeah. a competition because, like, it's it's not a team sport. You know, mm -hmm. who's gonna be the face? And I mean, I remember seeing because uh, Ryan fought in my undercards. I was the 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 main event, and he fought in my cards. But I remember doing the media workouts, and and I noticed he really loved the attention. I mean, mm -hmm. that kid wanted yeah, the cameras, and I was like, "Holy shit! That kid, that kid really wants the attention." I mean, mm -hmm. it's it's good, you know. You just have to go and perform, and then he was performing, and he was grabbing more attention. Oh shit! This fucking kid is actually doing. It. <laughs> I never thought I was gonna fight him. Yeah. They just said, "Hey, uh, Carlo, you gotta, you know, a fight for you. You wanna fight Ryan Garcia?" And I was like, "Oh shit! I would love to fight that kid." <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah um, looking at that fight, we're watching that fight to Ryan Garcia. Some say like you. Came at him. Like people say, "Oh, it could have went either way." What did you What did you feel in front of him? Because he's, you know, the big ranger, a big name within the lightweights and just boxing. Um, did you feel like you you were there with him? Did you feel like he wasn't like? I I did feel that he was a step ahead of me at times, and there was times where I was a step ahead of him. But um, he did surprise me in his technique. Uh, and, uh, and the reason for that is because he was a national fighter, you know, he had a 200-something amateur fight. Mm -hmm. So he, he comes from a good school of boxing, you know, yeah. he has that experience. I only had 45 fights, he had 200-something. Mm -hmm. So I was able to tell that he did have that experience and, you know, that kind of worked in his favor. He knew how to survive, he knew how to hold. He's actually a real uh, run there fighter. He's just not that. I think... Uh, he could definitely be the best 135 pounds right now. I believe so too. I yeah. think his left hook is like crazy. You know? Yeah. Um, I know he called out a few fights, right, with um, Javier Fortuna. And then, so he's waiting for another. I think, or I think he announced the fight. Yeah, he announced the fight. Right? I'm not sure who he's fighting. But, um, but yeah, it's just crazy. Just, you know, how you fought him and you knew the significance, right? Because Ryan versus, you see it coming up. It's a big thing. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I just wanted to get your thought on like, how are you going to fight with a, uh, a guy of that magnitude, you know? Um, yeah. So yeah. Also, I wanted to say, like, he's a big social media dude. Like, how you're saying, he likes that attention. You know, I think, like, Gymshark sponsors him, all that type of stuff. But what I saw him, like, what I most saw is him, like, how fast he is. He makes videos of how fast he is. Do you really think he was that fast, or it's more like he's just good on cameras? No, he's... you guys, you know, or whatever. He is fast, and he's he is strong. Fast. Yeah, he's super... I mean, I don't think... Uh, He's that powerful. What, what it is is that he's so fast, you don't expect that punch. Mm -hmm. So that's what puts you to sleep. Gotcha. Like you're there and then boom, then he hits you and then you're down like, holy shit. Because yeah. mm -hmm. he's quick. You don't yeah. see that fucking punch coming. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut. No, you're good, you're good, you're good. But he, he throws a hook and I, he actually hurt me in the sixth round with that hook. But yeah. I managed to hold on and, and you know I recovered because I was in good shape for that fight. Mm -hmm. And um, I went after him again. What did yeah. you think about his first knockdown? Against Campbell, Luke Campbell, you got 
I had him this close to dropping him. I, I don't know if you guys seen the fight, but yeah. I heard him really bad, and he just he was smart. He's a smart guy. Yeah. To be, I think when I found him, he was twenty. He was really smart because he was able to hold, and the kid is freaking strong. I mean, usually when people hold me, I could you know push him out with my elbow. Mm-hmm. I couldn't move this fucking kid. I'm like, oh, this kid is strong. Yeah. 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 He got immense strength at a young age, I suppose. But yeah, twenty, I couldn't move him. Hit him good yeah, yeah, <laughs> kid was strong. He, I mean, he'll clinch me for his dear life, and I couldn't get him off me. Yeah, yeah I mean, I did some dirty tricks where I tripped him and yeah. hit him on his tie. And yeah, that's something that we were talking about yesterday. Also, is like, what's something? Obviously, boxing. You love the sport of boxing, but what's something that's annoying during the fight? Like, you know how people hold the on clinch? or all the, the clinch. stuff. Like, what's no. something that really annoys you? No, it doesn't annoy me. Like I said, I have no emotions in there, you know? Maybe after the fight, I'd be like, oh, I should have done this different, or I should have, you know, got mad at the ref for allowing that guy to hold me that much. But inside there, I I try not to um, think too much about what's going on there. I just focus on on taking the guy down. Yeah. Yeah, because we're just, we just, I see so much like of these dudes that are just holding you, or like they complain a lot to the ref. And it's like there's just these annoying figures, but it's like someone like you that where you're really the person to bring the fight. I just want to know how you felt about that. Like someone, well, that, or someone that's running away a lot. Like man. Well, well, when I fight, I said he was holding a lot. That's yeah. probably why. Why? That's why I say he's smart because you know he can't fight, so I have to hold his guys to yeah. get him to stop coming. Um, he was smart on that part. I mean, it was annoying because then I complained to the ref. Hey, he's holding. And then the ref. And how are refs typically? Like, do they really like listen to you guys as boxers, or is it more like just be quiet and fight? Um, that ref particularly, he didn't really care what I had to say. <laughs> so that's why I was like, I should have, you know, been more demanding with the like, Fuck, do your job, you know. Yeah. He's fucking holding, but um, I mean, it passed. It doesn't really matter now, so. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wanted to. Uh, ask you about I'll, I'll pull up, try to pull up the video if I can um, your, your last fight against Lenard there's a point in that fight um, it was after the bell he kind of after the bell you guys see that? he gave you a little cheap a little shot cheap and he gave it right back what was that all about? do you remember that moment? yes <laughs> I was like I was like yeah it's good that you hit him back because I um I'm a fighter that doesn't do anything dirty I fight clean you find me dirty, I'm gonna fight dirty. That's what I tell him too. If somebody fights you dirty, be ready to fight him dirty, but in the low-key kind of thing. But that one wasn't lucky. I knew he was trying to intimidate me because I had done a training camp with him in Vegas. I helped him get ready for, I don't know who he was gonna fight, some guy from the UK. So he, they paid me to fly into Vegas, uh, stay there for his training camp, and which we did. And I was the only one that kept up with them because Everybody else was getting knocked out. You know, this guy was hitting him right, boom, out. Okay, he doesn't want to fight him, box no more. I kept up with them, you know. And they eventually said, hey, we don't need you no more. Because I guess once you start losing weight, uh, they want to bring somebody lighter. They don't want to bring somebody so heavy. So they said, hey, you know, that's enough, and thanks for helping us. So I was like, oh. But I think he did that on purpose. He did that to try to intimidate me. Like, you know, you're just a kid. I'm, I'm going to... Intimidation. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. punk you, and I said, okay. Well, oh, turn that shot back to him. him. Better, cause he kind of gave you a love tap. Yeah, it looked like a love tap. But I don't know how hard. It didn't hurt. No. Better. Yeah, cause I feel like when you gave it back, it's like all. Oh, like, yeah, it didn't hurt. Like, calm down. He yeah. stared at you, and you're like, what the ref tell you? He just, I think he just said, cut the bullshit. Yeah. And I said, 
But nobody else saw that he hit me first. They yeah. thought I was just hitting him after the bell. But nobody saw that, you know, he... Yeah, uh, we're watching the highlights and we're like, wait, wait, wait. I'm like, wait, you gave him a little cheap shot right there. Because at first you really do just notice yours. Where it's like, man, that's a big hit. But then right before he gave you that little love tap. Yeah, he's like, like Pow. Pow. What was that for? You know, you yeah. don't have to do that. So then I returned it back to him without even thinking. I didn't even think. Just I just... <laughs> and then, you know, rest is history. So, yeah, after... Um, after your last fight with Linares, yeah, you took the loss. What was going through your mind? Did you know, like, oh, you're gonna take a break, or you just? Well, that was contract? right. That was right before the coronavirus. Oh, okay. So my contract was still with Golden Boy. My contract didn't expire until September. So my contract expired during the pandemic. So um, okay. my contract is seven fights a year. So they still owe me some fights, but you know, I'm not here to cry about but you yeah. know he, they said they're gonna bring me back and that's what I'm waiting um, but um, it was that was just gonna be the life changer because beating Linares I was gonna fight David Haney for, for the title yeah, so yeah. so yeah. That, that was gonna be life changing I'm like hey I would've been driving a Ferrari right now nice. yeah. <laughs> but I mean things happen for a reason yeah. maybe I wasn't mentally ready for, for that or money was going to change me I don't know you know it's just like it was not on my plan it. yeah um, did you watch that last fight with Haney and Linares uh, Haney was at my fight Haney was at my fight when I fought Jorge Linares so he was probably like yeah yeah he, I mean I tell him I, t I make fun of this but I, t I give him the blueprint you know he saw what I did to him in the first and the second uh -huh. round before I got dropped in the third mm -hmm. and I mean the fight was pretty even I was actually you know putting hands on him and if I would have kept the fight like that to the 12 rounds, I would have beat him. Uh -huh. But, you know, like I said, I, I thought I had him under control. And, you know, one, you know, one shot and you're one out. Mistake. <laughs> one mistake at yeah. that level. One single mistake and you're it's out. Just, it's just crazy how one fight can change your whole career because if you beat Linares, that would have um, been. And then if you beat Haney, I probably would not be here in this podcast. Yeah, you made a convulsive spot. You made a convulsive spot. So, you know, not to be like the bear, what do you call it, bear, bad fruit, like, bad news. Oh, bad, yeah, bad news. But, like, is that always back in your mind? Does that bug you, or? The thing is, if I let that bother yeah, me, then it's just, I mean, I was depressed for, like, a year. <laughs> yeah. You know? And then coronavirus didn't help, right? Yeah, and then coronavirus didn't help. Yeah. And then, I mean, I was, I mean, I'm still a little bumped out, but I have to let it go, you know, it's the past and move on and. But I'm, I'm kidding. I still would have been here on your podcast. Hey, <laughs> no, I was going to say, we will still message you a thousand times. Yeah. <laughs> we'll still do it. No yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You guys got anything? I just want to tell them, like, just, like, finish up a little bit. We had an idea. I don't know if these guys still want to do it. I'll go ahead and grab it. So pretty much, yeah. like, kind of like the Ryan Garcia, we wanted to ask you guys if, hey, let's see if you guys can give us one of your hardest punches. And we'll go ahead and take that for you. We have like, a, we have without the shield? With the shield. With the shield? Yeah, with the shield. Oh, okay. One shot each. I don't know if you guys are down to two. Two? Everybody? Everybody. Yeah, yeah. One, one shot each. Each. One, two, three. Oh, up to you. If you just want one, we can do no, three. No, no, we can do three. Okay. We just want to see. Now we also have a gift for you guys. So. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, thank man, you. I thank brought you. the wrong shoot. We want, we want to feel now we Start can, warming up We can make a comparison now Let's see nah, <laughs> I got to stretch now uh, I got to stretch now We got to warm up No competitors So pretty much Oh man This is pretty much Thank like one of the best you, you Yo so I remember this picture, picture. Remember It's on Google Yeah 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 We thought that looked bad so I mean It's on the Instagram It's 
pretty much a picture that we that was our favorite picture you guys that's of the iconic the picture right there mm-hmm. exactly so of course that's for you guys again thank you um just for replying to us Thanks. <laughs> Enjoy the camera. Yeah, yeah. just for pro- we're planning to taking a chance in our podcast. Like I said, no. Um, well, thank you f- and you guys for bringing us. Uh, I know I haven't been active, so I, I mean, this is brings me back that excitement that you know like maybe we can still keep fighting. Yeah, People yeah. still want to see you fight, yeah, and, yeah, okay. and and just thank for you. Doing this, I mean, whatever you guys need, like we're, we're your biggest fans. You know, we want to follow his career. You know, that's something big that we yeah. also were talking about. Like you know. You being the professional fighter, you're still gonna you're continuing your career, but also what's gonna be passed down to him and watching him grow up as well. And I'm like, man, we had you, but when he's like officially a professional boxer, that's gonna be really cool to yeah. be able to see see him grow as a boxer as well. You know, follow you guys for as long as we can into his professional boxing career. As well. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah, and you know we're in the area. You're you're boxing him right now, happy. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna keep in touch. I, again, appreciate you. So something that I want to say too, if you guys have any like. Uh, like links or Instagram, YouTube that you guys want to shout out. We're also gonna put that like yeah. on our we're gonna podcast. Gonna, everything's well. for we're gonna highlight you guys. Okay. If you guys wanna say give me your Instagram. No, yeah. we have his Instagram. His Instagram, yeah. right? That's oh, cool. we're gonna shout you guys Instagram. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Anything else other like YouTube channels? Twitter, nah, we don't. You guys? No. Okay. No problem. All right. So the real, the real question is who's going first? <laughs> so. Who wants to? T- oh, who's punching first? Who's yeah, taking the hit first? Oh, I'll I don't know. Where it? I'll go down first. Huh? You want to get hit too? Let's see. Right. So, yeah, we're going to move the chairs. How do you do that? Just going to pull this. It's going to be open. All right. Man, you guys are crazy. Hey, man. This is going to be our thing. We're going to try, if for as many, like, boxers or whatever we get, we want to try it out. We just want to see how it goes. Compare people or whatever it is. So do you think your left hand or your right hand is stronger? Uh, my left hand. Your left hand stronger? Yeah, yeah. you're going to take your left hand. Oh, mm. uh, it's going to be a hook, though. All right, all right. <coughs> and then what do you think? you think your left or your right is stronger? My left. It's going to be like a jackass. Take the mic off, or? Yeah, you can, you can take off the mic, right? Yeah, you can take off yeah, the mic. Yeah, you can. Oh, man. Yeah, Oh, that's serious. <laughs> that's serious. Well, I, I can't can put it in there. Yeah. One by one. Who's going to cry next? I'm going to cry first. All right. Go as hard as you want to go. All right, all right. Wait a second, wait a second. All right, are we ready? Oh! <laughs> 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 oh, damn. Dude, I literally didn't breathe. So like, <laughs> <laughs> God damn, bro. So, mm, that was good. God damn, bro. Alright, let's go. Back to back, baby. Alright, let's go right here. Alright. I want to move. Wait, wait, wait. Let's turn that. Let's turn that. Go, 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 go. You <laughs> 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 were bouncing before, bro. I don't know. 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 I don't know.
Damn. Oh, 
Perfect. Let's see real quick. Just make sure. You guys want your hangers? No, no, no. Yeah, or if you want to use them to hang them. No, I wasn't sure it was part of the show. I was taking the hangers and everything. Thanks, man. I like the share. And there are little solutions on there, too. So that's like literally. I'm going to get closer. Should I add some light right there? On me specifically, you know? Yeah, that's sick, but this is like, like off guard too. They, they take me out of there. <laughs> <laughs> You're standing in the ring. You're right. It doesn't make it look. No, it makes it look more authentic. You know, right. Like, you do the photo shop, but we'll be to the front and what am I shit to Damn, bro, I don't know what I'm feeling right now. They give it a workshop, you know? It's the air, right? I feel something. I feel something. Around, you did it right, like, it's, it, it's like not like crazy pain, but it feels sore. Yeah. I've, never, I've never been hit like that, bro. So, when I, I put that, um, what do you call it, the pressure yeah. into you, like the... Because it feels like I literally did an ab workout, but like just right here, bro. Who is your? God damn. Well, I appreciate you guys coming on. Oh, so we're done? Yeah. No, um, you want more pictures or I'll give me one second, my bad. Um, we'll go with pictures, we got, um, yeah. I mean, if you guys are gonna wear that, just make sure to tag us. I mean, we yeah. have a- I'll send you my, our ads, no, bro. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep in touch yeah. with you. I, I, I guess I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I have your Instagram. Yeah, I follow cool. you guys, I think that. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, bro, I appreciate cool. it a lot. Uh, maybe we can set something up. Yeah, I know you have a boxing gym right down the street from us. Maybe shoot a video maybe there, yeah, something yeah. soon. I'll keep in, touch, uh, keep in touch with you for sure. Like I said, just for you guys believing in us and taking a chance. So you know, we owe you guys the world, basically. <laughs> no, it was you not know? a chance, it was just being part of something new. Yeah. You never know how far you guys are going to get. I told so him, bro, I told him, like, he said he was talking about, like, our pool at the gym. Use it whenever he wants. Mm -hmm. We're literally done. After hours, here, if you don't want anybody bothering, we'll make something happen for you. No, I like to be treated like oh, the rest of the population. No, gotcha, I don't have to bro. be yeah. special. Yeah. I got you. But whatever. Sure, I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Thank you. We're down right. the street, man. Appreciate you know, it, man. DMs, Appreciate DMs it. are like dry, you know? You guys text them? <laughs> 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 he's, he's ready to reply. I'm ready to reply. Is that your water? Yeah. Is that your water? Yeah. Alright, bye. Yeah, we'll, yeah